Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the Bet MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X t- timeline at A to Z Sports. Also, hit us up on TikTok threads. Uh, and on uh, Instagram as well for more of our great Titans content. We do have an announcement coming up tomorrow, uh, real quick announcement tomorrow regarding this upcoming Titans game, but you'll hear more about that. Uh, But also got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com, the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans. Get better with your health coverage uh, at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app. Stay safe online with the Aura app, and you can get a two-week free trial with Aura to get rid of those data brokers. That's our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And our friends at Krebs Kubota uh, in uh, Murfreesboro, Columbia, and Franklin, an elite Kubota dealer. Check them out online, an event coming up this Saturday at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, we will discuss Aaron Rodgers' uh, potential rumored, uh, reported ruptured Achilles uh, from the third official offensive snap from the Jets' season last night towards the end of the show. We'll also remind everybody on the podcast audience uh, that missed it earlier, throwing shade, moving to Tuesdays, trivia, moving to Wednesdays. So Sam and I will have trivia tomorrow on Wednesday. But Zach, we spent all Monday, and I think most of Titans fans and the Titans uh, content circle spent all of Monday discussing Ryan Tannehill's awful performance, and it was awful. But one thing that you know did not slide under the radar, but we wanted to save to give it a lot of the time to discuss today, was the fact that Derrick Henry, in a one-point loss, did not get the most amount of snaps from Titans running backs. That goes to rookie third-round pick. Tajay Spears, who had 33 snaps, 56% of the snaps, to Derrick Henry's 28 snaps, 47.5%. Then you throw in Julius Chestnut, who had five snaps to to round out uh, the rest of the running back uh, snap counts there. I mean, first off, Zach, I was so against the Tajay Spears draft pick back in April. I don't remember if you had a strong opinion about it or not, but I mean, Shocking, to say the least, that Tajay Spears had more snaps than Derrick Henry in the first game of his career? Well, so I look at that stat, but I also I look at another stat or set of statistics as well. So I think those are valid, right? Sure. And I think it's also uh, situational football on the reason why those stats are the way that they were. We talked yesterday about how the game started and how the Superdome was literally a 12th man on the New Orleans Saints. No, don't get, you're going to get sued by the Seahawks. Uh, It's just what the fact. Or Texas A&M. Yeah, right. So they both. Texas A&M would probably be worse because they're probably richer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, you know, I, I, I think that to start the game influenced some snaps that Tajay Spears would not have gotten. Right. So right off the bat. And then I also look at the productivity. Snaps are snaps, but what did you do with those snaps? Tajay Spears had three carries for 27 yards with his snaps. Now, he did have a long run of 17, which was nice. And then his receiving of those snaps, 
He only caught one pass for one yard. Now, he did have down the sidelines, Tannehill missed him, which was a massive play, right? Mm-hmm. If he also spears and nuts. He also had catch. another target that was right over or through his hands in the end zone that would have been an incredible catch. But that was probably of Ryan Tannehill's 18 um, incompletions, the Traylon Burks drop and that throw to Tajay Spears were very nice throws. Uh, but Tajay did have a lot of opportunities in the passing game, just had the one catch for the one yard, though. Right, so productivity. Sure. I, I, I think we talked about this yesterday. Tim Kelly and Mike Vrabel would tell you that that game did not go as they planned over the last six months, right? If they had it their way, controlling Derrick Henry-themed, play good defense, disrupt, have their pass rushers like Arden Key, who was a, I mean, I don't want to say a subtle surprise, but he had a damn good good game. There's nothing subtle about Arden Key. Right, uh, and that's fair. Um, Harold Landry is still trying to get back into the mojo and the mix of, of who he is and why he's made all the money that he's made. Mm-hmm. And they wanted Derek Carr to throw the football while they had their traditional pass rush so right. that they could play pass defense on the back half. That didn't happen, right? They and, and the Saints, you know, looking at the, the stats, I mean, they ran the ball. I mean, Jamal Williams had 18 carries for 45 yards, but I felt like some of those carries, first down carries, right? Where that it ended in a first down, where that's a new set of downs. Especially his last carry of the game, right? His last carry of the game was probably his best carry of the game where he got the first down, fumbled, but got it back, and the Saints were able to take a knee. Right, so I think that this stat graphic is fair, but I also think it's nuanced to how the game actually went versus the productivity of those two backs. Yeah. Um, I, look, I, it, it is a data point. It is not, it's a part of the story, but it's not the entire story. I think is another way to put it as well. Daniel Brunskill, new offensive lineman for the Titans was asked by Steve Lehman. You know, you come to the Titans as an offensive lineman and get excited about blocking for Derrick Henry and running for a bunch of yards, but that didn't happen yesterday against the saints or Sunday against the saints. And so Brunskill did a good job. I think of kind of laying out, the running back situation as a whole when it came to that game against the Saints. Yeah. Any disappointment that you weren't able to do it or it wasn't called to do it a little bit more in the second half yesterday? I mean, I'm not going to say there's there's disappointment. At the end of the day, on a lot of those plays, there were some plays where we still had like opportunities even without Derek. I mean, we'd love to have, have him out there um, and continue. But, I mean, you, you guys could all see Tajay. Tajay was explosive. Tajay was picking up. There was a one where – they had an end stunt, and Cam Jordan, we were watching it today, Cam Jordan came around, and that's not Tajay's block, but he came in there and helped. You know, because, I mean, those games are hard to pick up, and instead of the center coming off late and where Cam could maybe be a factor, Tajay just stoned him. So, I mean, I don't know if it's really like, you know, we're keeping Derek off the field or anything. It's just like, I mean, Tajay's done an amazing job stepping up, so he's been able to get that opportunity to get some plays out there. So I think um, that might play into it. But, I, I mean, at the end of the day, that's not my job of who's out there and who's not. Um, just got to block for what, what's out there. But, I mean, I think we, we've got some phenomenal guys. And, I mean, um, Jules, he made the team because of what he did in the preseason. I mean, we watched him ball out preseason. So we got three guys that can really – we give those guys an opportunity. They can make some plays. 
And so Daniel Brunskill, yeah, brings up Julius Chestnut in there who did have five snaps in that game. I think, Zach, uh, one conversation that was had throughout training camp is that the running back position might have been the deepest uh, position group of the Titans offense, maybe uh, rivaling the defensive line for deepest in the entire roster uh, because of those three guys that Brunskill mentioned. They are very talented uh, and they have a lot of different skill sets that complement each other. Yet Derrick Henry had three carries in the fourth quarter. And you, you look at that game, a one-point loss, usually in the past that has been Derek T- Henry's time to shine to put the team on his back, the offense on his back, drive down the field with his legs, and get a score and win the football game. But that wasn't the case. So let's ask this question for everybody here uh, on the show. And we'll hear from Mike Vrabel later on because, honestly, Mike Vrabel rides the fence of the question we're going to ask. So here's the question. Did the Titans misuse Derrick Henry versus the Saints, or is this part of the new offense the Titans have now under Tim Kelly? Did the Titans misuse Derrick Henry versus the Saints, or is this just part of the new offense for the Titans? But Zach, first tell everybody about our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan. I'm glad that I did a couple of years ago. I, I'm I'm continuing to ride it. I mean, you got it's just like Derrick Henry, right? You got to get hand on the ball. I got to keep my coverage because my coverage is legit. Farmer Health Plans. They've been helping Tennesseans for over 75 years. 200 plus locations across the state. Health, dental, and vision. It's easy. You get a health assessment, then you get a quote, and then you make the decision. I went through that same process. I am not special just because I endorsed this product. I had to go through the same experience. I don't get any, uh, you know, perks or I, I, the only perk I get to do is talk about a great plan that I've been <laughs> reaping the benefit of over the last, you know, year and a half. And you can too. You can be just like me with my Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can get your health plan FBHP, Farm Bureau Health Plans, FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. All right, with BetMGM, it is BetMGM season, as Bork told us a couple weeks ago. But you can enjoy all the sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using our code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. You receive up to fit. Oh, I'm sorry. Check that. Updated big time bonus here. That's ATOZ Sports to receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bet, Zach. So alert, it's gone up again. $1,500 back. In bonus bets, if your first bet offer, uh, if your first bet misses, so the first bet offer just got so much better with BetMGM. Used to be a thousand, now it's fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So sign up with bonus code ATOZ Sports. Man, I wish I could do that again. Uh, back when we did it, it was five hundred dollars, but up to fifteen dollars back in bonus bets when signing up with our code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app. So Zach, uh, we asked the question. Let's get the audience's answers here. Did the Titans misuse Derrick Henry versus the Saints, or is that the new offense where Derrick Henry did not have the most snaps? Tajay Spears did. Derrick Henry, 15 carries, but only three of them in the fourth quarter. So what's the chat saying here? So Apollo says misuse. Misuse there from Maserati Mac. Misuse from Nick. Misuse from Michael. Misuse right there from Jay. Uh, new offense from Demetrius. Uh, that's the new offense from Steven. Uh, you can't say both, Corey, so I'm not even going to uh, put your, your comment up there. Misuse from Adam, uh, new offense from Bork, new offense from Tighten Up, misuse from John, 
Mr. Wright says misuse. Uh, part of the new offense for Michael. Misuse Henry for Nate's burner account. Spears ain't elite, which I, I think is really early to say that. Uh, misuse. Derek uh, is the best player on the field from Darius. They love Spears. I think it's what they want in an offense. So Joey's kind of going more new new offense. Misuse right there from Scott. Misuse from Rooney. Uh, misuse of the King. Misuse from Linwood. Uh, but a couple of new offenses. Paul and Jody both go new offense. And John Cavanaugh says, if our new offense doesn't include the best player on the team, something's wrong. Plain and simple right there. They completely misuse Derrick Henry. Uh, Trey says, yes, a game where you couldn't throw the ball effectively and you go away from your best player on the ground. That is misuse. I mean, there's a lot of really good comments. Misuse from Jamie, misuse from Caleb, uh, as well as Eddie, as well as Eric, as well as Ed. So I think misuse is dominating probably 70-30, but we've seen mm -hmm. some new offense. And, and Kane brings in here with uh, a super chat, says, what is it? We want Harry to uh, Henry to carry the team or a different offense. I'm confused. Pick a struggle yeah. people. No, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I get minus the pick a struggle people. Oh, pick I, a pick a struggle. Dot 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 people. That I think that's what the dot 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 is just miss. No, it's uh, commas, man. Commas change everything. You could do, but comma dot dot dots and commas can be interchangeable. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, that, that pick a struggle comma people. Uh, yeah, I get what Kane's saying, and I actually like it. It was kind of like the aneurysm I almost had in the spring when we were trying to ask people, what, what at Titans fans, what do you want as a quarterback? Do you want a, a, a first-round pick? Do you want to trade a Tannehill? Do you want a veteran? Do you want Aaron Rodgers? Do you want this? Do you want that? Nobody had an answer. They just told us what they didn't want. What do you want? And so I, I do think that's a good comment by Kane. Zach? I, I feel like, like the notebook, to be honest. Right. Yeah, that was my, I was channeling my inner Ryan Gosling uh, in that. Uh, by the way, I did watch the Barbie movie on Labor Day. So we can maybe have a conversation about that. Oh, yeah. You, I don't know if you want to have a conversation, but I never, I didn't see it because of what I heard. But oh, uh, yeah. Uh, won't see it again. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I was, was going to be, I was going to do this or that. It was, uh, it was a, uh, you know, hey, sure. Why, why the hell not? Why not go see the Barbie movie and see what it comes out? I of think it? I had enough. Why the hell not? <laughs> prior. Anyway. So what do you want? The Titans, I'm, you could ask the Titans, what do you want a lot this offseason in the year 2023? Do you want to win now or do you want to prepare for the future? Do you want to win now with Derrick Henry or do you want an offense of the future? I think it's kind of the same type of conversation. So do the Titans misuse Derrick Henry or is this the new offense? I'm having a hard time landing with it. But honestly, Zach, I'm going to land on the Titans misused Derrick Henry in the second half of that game. They had plenty of opportunities to do so because it was never more than a one score game. Zach, we've had so many times over the seasons of us doing this show, whether it was Arthur Smith or Todd Downing or Matt LaFleur or now Tim Kelly, where the Titans have been down not one score, but two scores in the fourth quarter needing a score. And what they do they rode Derrick Henry to go get that score to get back into the game. Like, remember the Chiefs game when they were down 11 points in the fourth quarter and it ended up with Adam Humphreys catching the game when he touched down? They were down by 11 and they rode Derrick Henry to a touchdown to get them within striking distance to win the game at the end. 
And so they were down one score at most on Sunday in New Orleans. And Derrick Henry was effective early. And the Titans, for whatever reason, did not do what they should have done in that situation. And it, it befuddles me on why they went away from Derrick Henry. Now, did, did down and distance hurt to an extent at times? And honestly, there was one play that really ended it for Derrick Henry's opportunity, and it was the first and 10 at the 15-yard line with three minutes and 45 seconds in the, in the game, and Derrick Henry had a carry and got tackled for minus two yards. Then it was second and 12, and the Titans panicked. Second and 12, Ryan Tannehill incomplete to NWI. Now it's third and 12, and they gained six yards to Hopkins. They kicked the field goal on fourth and six, and then that was it, right? That was their last set of downs. And it was the Derrick Henry minus two yards that ruined it all. But they had plenty of opportunities to use Derrick Henry to get down there. On second and 12 after Derrick Henry loses two, do you give it to him again? I mean, because the guy was, that was the only tackle for loss that was not a sack that the Saints had the entire game. So maybe it's second and 12, you give it to Derrick Henry again because you're at the 17-yard line and it sets up a better third a third down because you're probably going to gain yards. But I think they misused him because I think they could have used him more in the third quarter and in the first half as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to say that misused. See, the first half, you can't say misused because the Saints prevented the Titans from using Derrick Henry the I, I way dis- they wanted to. I disagree. That's not I, a I, misuse. I, I disagree. I in in I I will admit I have changed my mind on this after being able to think about it. And Mike Vrabel and Tim Kelly, they don't have the ability to sit and think about it uh, for it to be relevant for them. They have to make the decision in split second. There, I mean, w- what was the actual reason to take Derrick Henry off the field after the false start on Wesco on the first snap? Like, it's just it's first and fifteen. You're at you're still at the twenty nine yard line of the Saints. Like, why does a five yard penalty at in Saint, deep into Saints territory make you go, oh crap, throw the script out? Like that was a little bit of a quick trigger in my mind keep Derek Henry on the field for first and 15, you're in plus territory. You can at least have the ability to do a play action to Derek Henry or give it to Derek Henry on first and 15. I, I don't think that was a justified answer uh, from anybody of like, well, you know, down in first and 15, who gives a crap? Keep Derek Henry in the game for at least just the ability to play action at the very least or give it to him. And so I think that was a quick panic trigger from Tim Kelly, Vrabel, and whoever Tony Dews I know is a part is a is a part of the substitution and personnel packaging. I think that was a panic early in that game. So yeah, I say misuse. Uh, I'm curious to hear what Vrabel the the Vrabel clip. So let's play that. I I have my I have my opinion on what you said, and then I actually I mean I have my own opinion on what I think is happening. Yeah, or what happened? But I'm curious about listening to Vrabel. Because what you what you said was that he's on the fence. He doesn't give a a, a definite. He doesn't answer the question. No, uh, he does not. But let's hear from Mike Vrabel here in a second. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Aura app. Aura has made my life a lot easier because they have gotten rid of 30 data brokers who are selling my information to robocallers, spammers, and telemarketers. And I don't have to deal with that anymore. I don't get spam calls on my phone anymore. 
I don't. I, I even the six one five numbers in my area code that try to trick everybody to think that I'm, they're not spam. I don't get that because Aura protects me and they automatically submitted me out of those requests on my behalf. And it took five or six days for Aura to get rid of those thirty data brokers. And that happened in April. And they continue to protect my information from data brokers in the future as it goes on. And so we're going to give you a two-week free trial with all, all of Aura services by going to our link. You see it right there on the screen, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Get you a two-week free trial, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It's so easy to set up. It's made my life easier. I'm too busy to have to deal with all the spam calls just like everybody else is too. So check them out for a two-week free trial, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It is sports. They've upped the ante, as Austin said earlier. It's $1,500 back in bonus bets for new users. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That is on the BetMGM app. We love the BetMGM app. Download the BetMGM app on your Apple or Android app store today. All right. So let's hear from Mike Vrabel. We asked the question Did the Titans misuse Derrick Henry versus the Saints, or is this part of the new offense? Here is the head coach. Well, I don't think it's a new feature of the offense. We're just trying to get everybody involved and, you know, I think it's continue to find ways to to get Tajay and Derek in there. Um, Derek certainly um, gave us a chance to win in his performance, and, and so did Tajay. You know, tried to hit him a few times down the field. Um, certainly his, his average when he carried the football um, would lend itself to, to tell us that, that he has to carry it more and, you know, try to continue to find ways to get both of them involved at the same time and in same package and whatever it may be. In the past, you know, when you guys get into that four-minute offense with that game being close, one of the trademarks has been Derrick Henry in the fourth quarter. He only got three carries there. Was there anything behind that? Was there a reason why, you know, he wasn't featured as much? No, not specifically. We weren't in that, you know, four-minute mode. We were trying to go score. You know what I mean? I wish that I wish that we were, you know, I wish that, um, you know, we were able to, to be in that mode. But, no, you know, I mean, just trying to, to get in the flow of the game and some of the things that have been working and then, you know, being being behind, you know, certainly needing a touchdown and then the long yardage and, you know, it kind of takes them a little bit out of the game. And well, it'll, it'll be, you know, Derek will be a, a, a large part of what we do. Um, but but when you get into third and longs and you get into second and fifteens and you know we had the second and twenty that we threw him a a swing pass to, um, you know he's he's going to continue to help us. Zach, he was I, I think look Vrabel was asked good questions by Titans media, uh, but it was kind of back and forth on what he was saying there. Like it was the down and distance, right? You get in third and longs and second and longs and you can't give him the ball. But then we did throw him a ball on second and 20 and it gained 10 yards, set up a better third down. And they weren't in the fourth, uh, in the four minute offense. They needed to go score because they were behind. But we all know the best opportunity for the Titans to score is with Derrick Henry involved. It, again, it was just kind of a, but it wasn't a part of the new offense, but we're trying to get more guys involved in the game plan who can be explosive. I mean, it was kind of all over the place. I Look, I, I agree with you. He started by saying it's not a part of the new offense, but then I think he contradicts himself by going and describing my answer, which <laughs> I do think it is a part of the new offense. Austin, here's the difference. And I'm actually very surprised you didn't say the new offense because I thought you were going to say this. As far as backing up Derrick Henry, 
Would you say Tajay Spears is the best running back that they've had? Yeah. I mean, he's played one game, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and he had three Exactly. Carries. Exactly. <laughs> right. Look, Dontrell Hilliard backing up Derrick Henry has been the most productive backup thus far. Correct. Most productive, but not the best. And I think that... I think Tajay Spears has the highest ceiling and the most potential, yes. And I think that the Titans think the exact same way. Sure. Guys, this is the transformation of the Titans offense. They drafted... And it's not it's not ditching Derrick Henry, okay? So don't get that misconstrued. Time out. Before you get too deep into this, I want to you know talk about something in the chat because people are calling Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman was the best. Deontay Foreman was not a Tennessee Titan until Derrick Henry broke his foot. Yeah, so he was not a backup. So right, I, right. I, I very specifically asked. I'm, so yes. I'm, I'm glad you stopped yeah. the chat from making the fatal decision of he was a starter. <laughs> he Deontay wasn't a backup. Foreman, Deontay Foreman was on the couch before Derrick Henry broke his foot. Right. So I'm talking about backing up. I'm talking about what we're talking about. Look, the graphic right is. Yeah taking carries away from Derrick Henry. The Titans drafted Tajay Spears for a reason. And I believe that was, I think ultimately it's to have Tajay Spears as the starting running back for the Tennessee Titans some point in the future. I'm not saying it's this year. I'm not saying it's next year. I don't know when it's going to be, but at some point in the future. And so they want to use him as a weapon because they've already seen in the preseason and and honestly in practice and training camp mm-hmm. what all his, his ability is. And they were behind, okay? And Vrabel said it. They were behind. And this is not Todd Downing's offense. This is Tim Kelly's offense. This is also a new offensive line. This is a second-year Chig. This is a DeAndre Hopkins. This is a second-year Traylon Burks. This is now a Tajay Spears. In passing downs, Austin, Derrick Henry's not going to be in the football game. He's not. I agree. And that's why this is the evolution of the new offense because now they have a piece, a running back, that they really like to be in the game on passing downs. And they're down by by seven. So if you look at their – well, they're down by seven – at the end of the third quarter, right? When when Tannehill throws the interception, they the Saints capitalize and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the third quarter, they are down by a touchdown. The Titans are not good at scoring touchdowns, right? They did not use Derrick Henry towards the end, as, as you kind of alluded to, and they settled for a field goal. Then when it got into the nitty-gritty and they were down by four, They were in passing situations. The second and 12 is fair. Derrick Henry is not going to be in on second and 12. He's not because now they have Tajay Spears as a guy who can run the football, who, let's be honest, he ran well for the carries that he got, right? Sure. And he is a threat out of the backfield of catching the football in which Derrick Henry is not. And so, he's a better pass protector, which Daniel Brunskill talked about earlier in the show. I think I will be vindicated and justified with this is the new offense. And we won't know. We this is a uh this is a prediction, really. It's a prediction question, right? Because we'll find out if he was misused or if this is the new offense over the next several months. I think, guys, you're gonna start seeing Tajay Spears 
as a part of this new offense. Oh yeah, I I, I agree. And so, but that, I, but it didn't work out, right? If the Titans score a touchdown throwing the football, we're not talking about this, to be honest. I, I think I, I'm not. I don't think Derrick Henry necessarily missed out on a bunch of extra carries. Like he had 15 carries, right? Three in the fourth quarter. And he wasn't as effective in the second half as he was in the first half. We've, we talked about that some yesterday, but I also do think part of the misuse is not having Derrick Henry on the field to do what Ryan Tannehill has been best at, which is play action passing. And we also feel like Tajay Spears, though, gives them that but, ability. But, Not at the same clip of the tomfoolery of play action with Derrick Henry's in the backfield, but also when you're behind, the defense is not thinking, like, they're not thinking Derrick Henry. But I, I, I think you're talking about when the Titans are behind. They were behind by seven points at the most. They're behind. They, you, I, you can't, you can't, like... Literally, factually, I'm saying what is correct, which is they were behind at the end of the third quarter. They were behind and they never got the lead. They yes, but again, they were behind. They it was the Titans. The Titans were in a situation. The Titans had two possessions where they were in a situation of gotta get a touchdown, need a touchdown, gotta have a touchdown, right? Get a touchdown, and they got two field goals, right? But they needed a touchdown. Derrick Henry, check me if I'm wrong, Zach. The best touchdown score the Tennessee Titans have had in a long time. This and is so, the new offense, though. That's the justification of the answer, Austin, is in these situations when they're down by 7 or down by 10 or down by 14 or down by 17, Derrick Henry is going to be less needed. I think their whole game plan got screwed because of the drunk New Orleans fans down there in the Superdome. They wanted to set the tone, and the best – formula for winning and we've seen it time and time again set the tone with henry get a lead and continue to just pound on with 22 that's not how this game went all right so zach i want to ask i want to ask you a question so you can repeat something you just said you said you think the titans game plan got screwed because of what the drunk new orleans fans setting the tone in the superdome preventing derrick henry from running in the first quarter as much as they wanted him to if the Tennessee Titans allow drunk New Orleans Saints fans to disrupt their game plan that much, then they got a lot bigger problems. They did, though. We we talked about it yesterday. The, the broadcast even mentioned that they were disrupting. I mean, there was false starts. They, they, they were out of sorts. Now, some of that is first week, first game jitters. I get that. That's human. But... The Saints, that's why home field advantage matters. They didn't change their snap count. They didn't I, go right. to a silent so, count, and that still got them in trouble. That's my my point is to your to your comment about the fans being what threw the Titans off. Ooh, if you're a Titans fan, that should freak you out more than Ryan Tannehill's performance because that squarely falls on the shoulders of the entire coaching staff for not for being arrogant enough to not be prepared for that. I don't know if it's arrogance. I wouldn't describe it it as arrogance. Unprepared, which can be arrogance. Thinking, no, 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 they're they're two separate things. That's not not arrogance. I think being unprepared as a coaching staff going into a game is arrogance. 
No, it can't. I, it's not always arrogance. It can, I think it can be. And I it think could it be is, misperception. I think it, it could be which could be arrogance, in my opinion, because you everything think, doesn't tie back to arrogance. I, I, I think it can this be is bad in this, this situation. No, in this situation, that if if any head coach goes into a road game that has a reputation of being a crazy crowd and they're not prepared to deal with it properly. That's it being arrogant. I think arrogance would have been kept running a Derrick Henry down by 10 plus. They weren't down that, 10 plus. No, I, but that, that's seven. an example of arrogance. Being unprepared is not arrogant. I, in situations it can be not all the time, but in but this it situation, it's not. I do think it can. I absolutely <laughs> think it can be not being prepared to have a, silent snap count going into the freaking Superdome in week one when the Saints fans are jacked up and ready to go. This isn't November Saints fans when maybe they've shifted their focus to LSU or somewhere else because the Saints are under 500. This is week one. Every home stadium has all the hope in the world and they show up ready to freaking go and the Titans looks like they were unprepared for it. That's arrogance. Well, they... This is why the new offense is the underlying factor, in my opinion. I believe you were going to see Tajay Spears a lot more, just like you did. Did it get you the result that you wanted at the end of the New Orleans Saints game? No. But I think they're going to continue to try to, to, again, when they're down or they're in passing situations, Austin, they're not going to traditionally run Derrick Henry because they have a new toy that they've never had since Derrick Henry has been a starter. All right. All right. It's so, the look, facts, though. I, look, I don't That's disagree. why I started the conversation that way. I don't disagree with the fact that Tajay Spears will take some away from Derrick Henry. And I'm and I'm someone well, I think we seeing that. That means that's why I'm saying it's setting the tone for this is the new offense that is a new play caller in Tim Kelly. I think he's telling us something. All right, so I want to get to a comment that is kind of towards what I'm saying here, and we'll get to more of your comments as we talk more about Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. But first, the Bone and Joint Institute, they can help you out when it comes to the injuries in your life. If you're in Middle Tennessean, if you live in Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama, the Bone and Joint Institute is that region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. I've been working with the doctors at the Bone and Joint Institute for a long time. Basically, my entire adult life is who I've leaned on for them for whenever an injury occurs, whether it's my knee, a shoulder injury I've had, a back, a foot, anything that happens because life happens, right? You can never avoid injury just like in football. It's going to happen as we get older. So make sure you know who to trust and who to lean on for those injuries. Maybe your son or daughter gets banged up and hurt uh, playing some type of youth sports. The Bone and Joint Institute, phenomenal when it comes to youth sports injuries as well. So check them out in Franklin online, boneandjointtn.org. Download the BetMGM app today. Use the bonus code ATOC Sports. They are the king of the sports books. And in the sports book world, look, I won last night on the Jets. I hated that Aaron Rodgers uh, possibly tore his Achilles, but that was a very good game. Like at the end, you knew it was, I got the under too, because you knew it was going to be the under. The Jets defense, the Bills defense is too good. Did not think Josh Allen was going to play that bad, but got the under. That's BetMGM. Thank you, BetMGM. Download the app today. You can be a part of the winning tradition by using the bonus code ATOZ Sports uh, all season long. Download the BetMGM app today. All right. So the comment I was going to get to, D-Lo has a super chat, says the Titans made it way too obvious when passing and running. Henry should be in more 
no matter uh, no matter passing or running, taking him out every pass play. So Delo is going towards the predictability that was a big issue with the Titans previously the last couple of years of, oh, personnel tells you everything. If Derrick Henry's in the game with Nick Westbrook-Akine and Cody Hollister, they're going to run the ball, right? And when Derrick Henry's out of the game and Dontrell Hilliard comes in and you've got, you know, Burks and Robert Woods and Austin Hooper, they're going to throw the ball, right? That was last year. This year, I feel like the Tennessee Titans should lean more on the play action early this season as the new offensive line gels and clearly as Ryan Tannehill needs to work through whatever problems. So you're saying go to the traditional way of playing football that they have to start the season. I, I yes, because clearly Tannehill's got some stuff going on in the noggin. I, I we mean, don't we don't disagree with that. I yeah, mean, that's and, the facts. He had a bet. Well, we'll find out if it was a bad game. I think it was just a bad game. I think he has the ability to play a lot better. I, I think he was a part of his environment. He had an awful game, but I think the the new O line, the new play calling, the new weapons, everything was new around him, and he was not comfortable very clearly. So this offensive line. It's also way better at run blocking than it is pass protecting. Protecting. We watched Andre Diller get whooped all training camp long, and it happened again on Sunday, New Orleans. When it's a straight-up pass set, Andre Dillard's going to struggle more. When it's a play-action pass, that allows Dillard, the rookie Skronsky, Brewer, and also the other two. You can't Brunson. play football like that, though. No, but but if it's a play-action, it allows that uh, that new offensive line to have a little bit extra room for error because of what the play action does to the defense. So that's where I think Derrick Henry should have been on the field more. I'm not claiming he should have had 25 carries or even 20 carries, which would have been five more. I think he should have been on the field more often to help out the offensive line and Tannehill in play action opportunities where Ty J Spears got more snaps. Also, I want to address this comment. Ken says, Zach, I'm disappointed you used to trash Tannehill properly. You've gone soft. Now, look, I still think the exact same thing that I think about Ryan Tannehill and have since that Cincinnati Bengals three-interception playoff loss. So do not get things misconstrued. But I also, I'm not here to be bogus. I don't think that Ryan Tannehill is a three-pick player. I, I I think he is, and I said this yesterday, Ken, he is a one-to-two touchdown quarterback and a one-interception type of guy. I'll but say that's it. not going to get the Tennessee Titans to where they want to go, which is winning a Super Bowl. That's why I felt like it, it has been time to move off of Tannehill. And the Titans' actions, Austin, are telling us that they are in the process of doing that. Yeah. yeah. So, right. I, I, Ken, I, I'm not off of that but i just i don't believe in my heart of hearts that ryan Tannehill is going to have the mo- the worst season of his career he may i just don't i think after one game a really bad game it's the same thing josh allen austin do you think josh allen after that pathetic performance by the buffalo bills you think the bills fans are jumping off the bandwagon and saying that josh allen's trash and they need to replace him right away <sighs> 
maybe mean, some crazy we're, lunatic we're, Buffalo fans that have been hitting the head with a table too often, but or they I, but, hit their head on a table, not the table. <laughs> their, well, it their can go both gonna... ways. It can go both ways, just like being arrogant in your opinion, right? Well, uh, my, my, I was just saying Buffalo Bills heads are doing the contact creating, not the tables. But it's but, one game, guys. Well, I, so I don't think Ryan Tannehill is elite enough to win a Super Bowl, but I also don't think that he is the quarterback that we – Truly the quarterback that we saw on a consistent basis just on Sunday. I think people say, oh, Josh, Josh Allen, Marcus says Josh Allen's not on an eight game losing streak. Neither is Ryan Tannehill because he didn't play the last few games of the season. So you have to. He is on a losing streak though. What is he on? Bengals, Jags. Four or five at most. If you count the, you know, because he played the Chargers game. Uh, Bengals, Jags, Eagles, Chargers. Saints, so five. Five. Um, so look, the other three were about eight, eight good either. Malik Dobbs Dobbs. That was easier to go that way. But so, like Josh Allen, by the way, has turned the ball over the most in the NFL since 2018 when he came in the league. So, and that's a it's a lot. It's like 85 turnovers in his career uh thus far. It's Ryan Tannehill's not turned the ball over that much. It was Josh Allen's first four turnover game. Tannehill had one of those against the Texans a couple seasons ago, but that was two of them were on Des Fitzpatrick for being awful. Uh, but yeah, look, it, Joe Burrow had a terrible game, but you trust Joe Burrow to bounce back more from that. Do you trust Josh Allen to bounce back? He's been turnover prone his entire career, more than Tannehill. Tannehill's the least trusted out of all three of those guys um, because he's 35 years old and, you know, people just doubt him across the league. So I, I think Tannehill will bounce back. That I would not expect him to be that just out of sorts. It was very strange. And I don't expect the same thing from Tannehill, right? I, I'm in the same boat. You, yesterday, we did not say this is uh, a, a product of things to come, right? You said that it was the environment. I said it was a bad game. I think both are more likely in that scenario than this is what Tannehill is going to be. And guys, guys and gals in the chat and Austin, if this is a product of things to come, Tannehill ain't going to be the starter for very long. And the Titans are going to have to sacrifice this season. This is after week one. I'm not saying this is going to happen, so don't don't twist. But if Tannehill keeps this up and continues to play bad football, they got two quarterbacks that they're ready to try out. It's the truth. Yeah, I mean, well, how ready is Will Levis? Uh, I don't know. But. Oh, I think it's not about Will Levis. I think it's about the Titans. The yeah. Titans are ready to figure out who they have at quarterback in the future because they know what Ryan Tannehill is. Just like everybody here knows exactly yes. what Ryan Tannehill is. Just like everybody in the NFL scope in the world knows who Ryan Tannehill is. Yeah, but losing week one doesn't mean that they're done, right? Because they got embarrassed week one against the Cardinals and were Correct. the one seed in the AFC. It's just one AFC. game. And you can go look back two years ago. The Packers got blown out by the Saints in week one, and they were the one seed. Look, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I was just going to go to Chris. He says, to sure. start the game first down at New Orleans 24 and no Henry. Henry, five yards a carry. We know if given the ball enough, he breaks big runs. No excuses. Bad offensive plan. All right. Chris brings up, I think, the influence of the Superdome, but – what do you think about this? I, they start the game on the north. I mean, they couldn't have started the game better. Yeah, no, I, I kind of touched on that earlier. I think, you know, it was first and 10 at the 24-yard line. Then Wesco had a false start. Now it's first and 15 at the 29. 
Henry was in there on the West Coast first start, false start. Henry goes out, Spears comes in. I think that was too quick of a trigger to panic away. First and 15 at the 29-yard line. That's the yard offense, line. though. No, it shouldn't That's be. indicative. No, no, no. I, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. That justifies Tim Kelly's thought process ah. of this new offense. It's not the same old, well, Henry's the only thing that we got. Now they have a new toy, and I think it started from the get. I just think that's not very smart if that's going to be the case. Um, it's first play of the season, <laughs> and you're just that quick to go away from Derrick Henry. I, I, I'm not saying that this is the right new offense. I'm saying that this is what they're telling us is the new offense. All right, so uh, that was the first snap of the season. The Titans adjusted there. The Jets had to adjust on snap number four because Aaron Rodgers uh, potentially rupturing his Achilles tendon. Let's ask everybody this question. Will Aaron Rodgers ever play in the NFL again? Will Aaron Rodgers ever play in the NFL again? We'll get to all your comments. But first, Krebs Kubota. I've been telling you guys about Krebs Kubota all summer long, and they're having an event where you can demo equipment. That's nothing better than that. Spend your Saturday in Franklin right off of Wilson Pike at Delory Farms just testing out and demoing some tractors with Krebs Kubota. That's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. once again in Delory Farms off Wilson Pike in Franklin, 10 to 3. You can test drive zero-turn mowers, compact tractors, utility tractors, utility vehicles, uh, excavators with a bucket and a thumb, hydraulic tillers there's just a lot of like cool powerful machines that you can go sit on and ride around on uh for free with krebs kubota take the kids nothing better i used to do that with my grandfather as a kid going just to job sites and sitting on you know big tractors and and all these types of machinery pretty cool for young kids so take your kids out there 10 to 3 on saturday if you're a vol fan get in get out before the florida game out there in Franklin on Delory Farms at KrebsKubota.com for more information. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. We love BetMGM. ATOZ Sports is the bonus code when you're a new user. Tell your friends, tell your wives, tell your kids, tell everybody about BetMGM and tell them about that bonus code, ATOZ Sports. All right, will Aaron Rodgers ever play again? Uh, because, you know, on snap number three, the fear is the ruptured Achilles, which, you know, the MRI today will confirm it, but it's one of those things that you see it, you you know it. Aaron Rodgers probably says, I heard a pop. Doctor looks down. Is there a ball in the high point of his calf? That's probably the ruptured Achilles. Everything <laughs> that happened, I think is pointing towards it, right? Him not walking to the sidelines him taking a seat, him getting helped helped off of the sidelines, going in the tent, carting, putting into a boot, x-rays negative. Unfortunately, all of those signs, I feel yeah, like, are, are not good. Ken says, if you know, you know, type injury, right? And I, That's it's a great like, comment. It's a, it's a, well, you know, I felt like I got kicked in the back of the heel and then all of a sudden you can't walk. It's not like it's a, from what I've heard, it doesn't feel like it's a, sound like it's a painful injury more than it's a what the heck just happened injury. So I, I have a quick story about this. I was playing pickup basketball a couple of months ago. It was actually towards the summer. And guy I was guarding in the paint came up and tried to do, it was like right in the paint, tried to do like a little floater. There was a lot of traffic in the paint. He came down 
on somebody's ankle or leg or whatever. And I, I, that's kind of what it sounded like. It was like this, like, it's a dull pop. And we knew right away. It was terrible. Yeah, it's a rubber band popper. That's it. And it was a terrible sound. And he wasn't, like, crying. He wasn't grimacing in pain. He was very calm, very much like Aaron Rodgers was last last night with no reaction because you're thinking about so many different things about the rehab, what is yet to come, all of that stuff. But I think the first fact is nobody, even Bills fans, NFL fans, all like that was an awful thing to see on a human level, but really on the Aaron Rodgers storyline level. We know that he had been in Green Bay for so long. He finally made the jump to New York. We watched Hard Knocks. We got to know him. Monday Night Football at home, three plays in, and we're not going to see him. And that goes to our question, is it ever again, or is it for a little while or a long while? Yeah, I mean, it's like the, the Achilles rupture is like the old man injury that I fear the most. Um, just because, you know, your Achilles are not as like limber as they used to be when you're younger. And being Aaron Rodgers being 40 plus, that's something that's going to be really tough to come back from. Uh, and it depends on which leg too. Is it his back plant leg? I can't remember if it's right or left. Um, but, it, you know, it'll take a full year, right? Roughly a full year from to do that. So this is not my official answer. This is just like a storybook of how the NFL script could do it if they wanted to. Aaron Rodgers, one year with the Jets, ended because of injury. By the way, Kirk Cousins, last year of his contract in Minnesota, and then maybe he finds his way to the Vikings. Back like Brett Favre? Does So Aaron Rodgers, I thought he has two years. Aaron Rodgers, no, Kirk Cousins last year in his deal in Minnesota. And Aaron Rodgers, yeah, has multiple years on his contract, but what's the, the Achilles is different. There's an opportunity for the Vikings potentially to need a quarterback next offseason. And do the Jets want to ride with Aaron Rodgers again coming off an Achilles? You know, they're having a decision to make too. Again, there is a storybook opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to exactly follow the Brett Favre path. So what's your answer? My answer is I don't think he plays again. I think he's done. You know, I just don't think, I think Aaron Rodgers with time away will. So you feel, don't think the Minnesota thing's going to happen? No, so that, that's that, what, that I, that's, just... I prefaced it with that. And so like, I, I think he's done. I think Aaron Rodgers is a guy who has time away and time away, like several months in a row will go on to other things in life. All right, let's go to the comments. Uh, the question is, will Aaron Rodgers ever play in the NFL again? after his reported Achilles rupture Monday night. No, 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 no. Noah is our first yes. Jody says yes. Steven says no. Eric, no. Titans Kyle says yes. Doubtful from Scott. Yes from Anthony. Probably not from IR. Yes from Dre. No from John. Stephen King says yes. Unfortunately, yes from Bama Brad. Uh, Matthew says yes. Tiffany says no. Big Ten Jeff says no. Uh, our girl Liz says no. I think this is like, it's a terrible question to ask, but I think it is a very valid question, right? Because sure. of all the circumstance. I believe that he will play again. And I think the reason why is when you have that type of injury when you're older, 
Austin, I think it's beneficial for him to play again. And the reason why is if your mindset is I have got to rehab, like I am going to come back and play NFL football at the highest level, that's going to help you in the long run. Now, God forbid it happens again or he gets hurt, but you don't have that mindset. I think Aaron Rodgers needs to play again so he can live the rest of his life and rehab the correct way. Because there's a different type of fire when you know you're not going to use that Achilles playing high-level sport like you have most of your life. So I think it behooves him to come back and play. And I think he will play for the the New York Jets again. I think also he didn't get a chance to finish what he even started or even started what he tried to start. And uh, kick it to the King position. Any uh, chances Tannehill now traded to the Jets? Uh, Tannehill's contract's not tradable. So uh, Tannehill's going to probably, uh, uh, that's a story for another day. But uh, my answer would be no for the kick it to the King Productions. But about point. So I say yes. You say yes. Yeah. So so I I saw somebody mention that, you know, Kobe tore his Achilles at the same age and came back. And it's false. Kobe Bryant was 33 years old. When he tore his Achilles, Aaron Rodgers is 39 and turns 40 in December. So th- that's a six basketball of- and football are two different strains yeah, on the but, Achilles. But Zach, uh-uh. six, six to seven years is a long time. And six to seven years from early mid 30s to 40 is even bigger. I think that's why he has to rehab like he's coming. I back. don't disagree with that because you're not wrong there on needing to get back healthy to have a good life beyond football for four, for 50 years. Right. I just don't think it's going to happen because and, I also, I, well, and Adam brings this point up, right. Is 40 year old quarterback with rehab Achilles tended coming back in the NFL as a fantasy. That statement doesn't seem wrong, but yeah, because but, what also happened, what also happened before Aaron Rodgers went into his four day darkness retreat, he was very close to retiring, right? He's already had retirement. I don't in think his we effing know. Well, like, but look, <laughs> like, let's just be honest. We yeah. have no clue. And I think that that is just, uh, uh, I, I just think that that is all a facade for the off season for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, look, he is going to rehab and do it at a high level to create the storyline and the intrigue. Like he begin, like he can come back. I just don't think he can do it. I think he is going to be done. I think there's also an opportunity of, we never saw Aaron Rodgers truly fall off the cliff, right? Yeah, his MVP a couple of years ago. That's my point. So it, does Aaron Rodgers want, look, there's two things you never want to go. You never want to retire too late and fall off the cliff and hurt your reputation. And you never really want to be helped off the field for the last time hurt. Tom Brady had it the best, right? He goes off and, you know, Playing at the best, he had it very good. I mean, pretty damn good. Man. John Elway had it the best. Sure, Jerome Bettis. There are some guys you can say, but for recency, crazy. like not many people get to choose it on their decision. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning had it, right? So Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't want to be seen last on the field last night, right? But he could also say, man, if... If I didn't blow my knee out, I could have gone D1, right? It's that whole high school thing where you never really saw him fall off the cliff 
And so he's going to have to figure out where he's at. Jay says Kobe was 34. Wrong, Austin. Oh, I'm sorry. I said 30, 33 or 34. So a six to seven year difference. 33 to 34, where I am now, is very different than somebody who's almost 40. It's going to be very difficult. But I think that he's got the most money that he could ever want. He's got the best facilities. He's got the best doctors in New York. Modern medicine is even better. He's just got to have that mindset of rehabilitation to come back instead of rehabilitation to live. And you and Taylor Lewan is a guy who has not retired officially, even though that was a fake spoof there. We're not going to spend time I on it. But again, like the in, but the injury when you're already trying to think about the next step in life, the injury that's like, ah. Oh, this nine to 10 month rehab is going to be a bitch. That's the worst thing to happen for somebody who's already got the next step in their horizon. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is there though. I think he's, he, I think this off this off season and the newness of, of the New York jets, I think it got him amped up. And so I think that's going to be a benefit of his decision, but We'll see. I mean, that's the best part is we'll we'll find. And you hope, I mean, I don't know what else it could be, but you hope it's not as bad as we think. It just, all the signs are pointing that yeah, way. It's a, like somebody, Ken said earlier, if you know, you know type of injury uh, with this one, which I agree with. All right, Zach, it is Tuesday, but it's the new throw-in shade day here on the show, changing things up for this football season. So Tuesday shade, Wednesday trivia. So let's get it going. <laughs> I Wilson County Hyundai make Wilson County Hyundai and our friend Payne Bone a part of your new car buying process. Go see him in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. So throw in shade on a Tuesday. So apologies if you guys in the chat aren't ready with your shade, but I'm sure I can trust you guys to get some good shade going a day early. But uh, Zach, I'll let you get. Well, this is a new thing, right? So now you got to start calculating your shade a little bit earlier, right? which I think is a good thing because you have the weekend to think about your shade, right? I feel like a lot of people are going to be, it should throw shade at the the refs for blowing the Derek Carr fumble slash incompletion, right? I think that's mm-hmm. easy. Wilbur, shade on the turf fields right there. Uh, John says shade on sports betting. Nothing went right, didn't win a damn thing, and uninstalling the Betley app. Well, that's why you need to download the BetMGM app and maybe you'll have some new, well, you'll have some more money because you can get up to $1,500 in bonus bets with the promo code ATOZ Sports. Shade on Tannehill. I knew this was coming from Nate's burner account, three interceptions. Because mm. Nate's burner already has Ryan Tannehill in a Jets jersey as his profile picture. I don't know if you can. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Jones says shade on no trivia. It's not no trivia. Trivia has just moved to hump day, which is Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, Matt says throwing. Uh, one of my shades to come this season at the NFL refs Tannehill shade coming in. Um, let's see here. Shade shade on MetLife field showing throwing shade on Tannehill week one. It's a liar shade on Tannehill throw, shade on the passenger sitting next to me on the plane who had his shoes off the entire time. Jason, were there socks on or did you have like, toe jam scent parading up from uh, the the bottom of the plane. 
Uh, let's see. What's here. worse though? Like sometimes socks can be worse. Yeah. I don't know, but seeing people's toes. You're an anti-feet person. I'm not Rex Ryan. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, shade on sports gambling not being legal in Texas. Well, yeah, I got shade. I agree with that yeah. shade there, Eric. Uh, shade on the Vols playing awful against uh, <laughs> St. Andrews Nursing School. Look, Austin P gave him a battle in that first and second quarter there. Um, throwing shade on fantasy football from uh, Hill. Uh, the draft tracker saying that uh, he got an F and already won an O. So beating the 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 draft tracker right there shade on the internet and all the Roger memes. Cause there were a lot of that last, uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's, uh, do you have, you go yeah, ahead you, with your shade. You, no, you can go. No, you're uh, ready. All right. So here's my shade. My shade is on new age technology. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Okay. So yesterday my, my wife came home frustrated. And I was like, what's, what's going on? She went into a store in the mall and went to like a fitting room to try on, I don't know, whatever the hell she was trying on. And her AirPod fell out of her ear, right? And or fell out of her ear or purse, regardless. And I guess she got distracted and forgot to pick it up. And so she left. And then when she got back home, she remembered, oh, my AirPod is in the fitting room. So what's the logical thing to do is to call the place to say, hey, can you go grab that? I'll be back later because then she had to go to work. Well, she calls the place, and this is the new age of communication, which is ass backwards. I'll just say that. It calls to the corporate office uh, office in California, and then they ask her if, if they can email the store on her behalf any questions that she may have. <laughs> so you call corporate. Corporate then does not transfer you to the store to talk to somebody that is human, but then emails one of the, the store, probably at info at whatever the hell the store is.com, that maybe that the person will interpret it what the question is to then send off. She's like, F that. I, I'll just go by there and hope that they have it. Now, thankfully, after she got off work, went by there and there was they did find the AirPod in the fitting room or it was returned. I didn't ask any questions, but my shade is on having to call. If you want to call a store, having to call the corporate office and then them emailing on your behalf to the store in which Sarah, Ricky, John, Chelsea are never going to check that email working at said store. Yep. Fair shade. Uh, There's, there are a few things that give me anxiety, like my phone telling me, your AirPods were left behind. <laughs> I'm like, right. oh, oh no. Uh, like I remember when Buck, Buck went overseas one time and he left one of his AirPods at home and brought one of the AirPods with him, which was funny. Uh, so my shade, Zach, it's pretty simple. And I'm not going to give too detailed of an example, but it's when there is an email thread between several people and somebody who has been on every single email of that email thread asks a verbatim question that was already answered in one of the emails above. Now, if you're asking for clarification on said question that was answered above, that's okay. But if you're just flat out asking a question to something that has been clearly laid out, two or three emails, maybe four emails above in that thread, come on, guys. Like, let's just be better about 
not Googling this, right? That's the same thing as somebody asking, hey, where did Ryan Tannehill go to college? To somebody that knows when you could have asked that to Google yourself and gotten the answer faster. So don't like ask questions that could easily be Googled. Don't ask questions being lazy enough to not just look above in the thread that you're currently on. That is my shade. Double email shade today. So there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, look, good start to the week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday in the books. Uh, we've got good content on the way for the rest of the week. And uh, when is the show on tomorrow? Tomorrow will be on around 8 a.m. There you go, Ian, right there. <laughs> Slightly after 8 a.m. Central Time, Ian. Uh, for you in Scotland, The waiting right around- is the best part. The waiting? <laughs> I like I like seeing how 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 you know antsy you guys. We don't do that on purpose. It's all preparation, so the show's not trash. Yes. If we get on here and just say, "Hey, what do you guys want to talk about? Sports?" Uh, you we're gonna read your <laughs> comments. All right, call in six one five sixty nine sixty nine. You know, like we're not doing that. So uh, that's the extra set of preparation. And that was my trucker radio voice. I didn't know who you were going to try to do there. <laughs> we spent right. them all night long. <laughs> well, Buck Rising live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime right around 8 o'clock as well on these same channels. Me and Sam will be back for two for Wednesday trivia tomorrow and more Titans. Got a good topic planned. Looking forward to head to the Chargers game to try to get the stink off of this Saints game. But we'll see you guys tomorrow. Make sure that you like the show before you go. Always more people watching then have hit that like button on Facebook and YouTube. So please hit that like button for us. That just makes the show better. And we appreciate you guys as always. We'll see you tomorrow. Adios.